0: This is the Lundahl Performance Podcast Extra.
1: All right, guys. Uh, In this podcast extra, we have kind of an interesting uh, angle to bring forth to you guys—an interesting subject Um, in a recent email that we received, and we wanted to, to share it with you because it's kind of been. Um, tailing right into a kick we've been on lately, which is ditching or eliminating the excuses in your horse training programs. And uh, so we got an email from a gentleman, and he said that, you know, I've seen some things you guys have been doing, read the the articles and whatnot, and I like some things you guys have to offer, some things I don't agree with, blah, blah, blah. But uh, one thing that I personally subscribe to and I think you guys need to look into and incorporate and educate people on is something called... And I, I'm going to try and get through this, Jake, see if your more intellectual mind can I have, do this.
0: I have never heard of this, but it, so
1: take a shot. Yeah, it's called diaphragmatic breathing. <laughs> and um, basically the gist of it was that when you're riding your horse, whether in the arena or on the trail or whatnot, and the horse is either loping too fast or walking too fast down the trail or you're coming upon, let's say, a a pasture full of horses and they see you and all the horses get excited and take off running, or let's say you're riding down the road and there's a car coming, or a kid on a bicycle, or there's a plastic bag blowing across the, or whatever it is that upsets your horse, it increases his heart rate and thus makes him tight and tense and nervous and anxious. And so what you do as the rider, rather than Use, picking up and taking hold of his face, and as he described, pulling on his face and pulling him around. Rather, you, the rider, breathe through your diaphragm thus relaxing yourself and your body. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm, not not
0: to make too much fun. You're I'll not let, making this easy for me to get through this. Game. I'll let you continue, but just a couple of things here. Number one, the amount of things people dream up in order to avoid actually training the horse. Is, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of stuff there. It's kind of like the whole, you know, like avoid exercise by doing, oh, all these diet and uh, weight loss pills and everything else. Like it's kind of that thing. Um, and you might say, oh, guys, this is completely ridiculous. Nobody buys <laughs> no. into this. No, <laughs> we,
1: didn't make this there, up
0: we, we not only didn't make this up, there's a lot of stuff like this out there that basically posits this theory that if you go into this meditation style, rhythmic breathing or whatever or like all this zen horsemanship stuff that wants to incorporate like Yoda uh, Yoda <laughs> it's basically that spiritual though like mm, do this you must <laughs> it's like incorporate incorporating like yoga and chakra principles and all this spirituality stuff with like in, i mean the stuff is wild out there it's it's wild and this is this is one example of many and so this is a tame one, okay, as, as crazy as this might be to people who subscribe to the type of horsemanship we subscribe to, this is insane. This is out of left field, but trust me, there's a lot of this type of stuff out there, and this is just one thing that got sent to us directly.
1: Right, so the, the gist of it is, so when the horse gets nervous and reactive and worried, if you control your own breathing and relax yourself, that translates to the horse thus lowering the horse's heart rate and forcing the horse to relax, lower their head, slow down, whatever. If they're walking too fast, they'll slow down. If they're spooky, intense and nervous, they'll relax, slow down, lower their head <clears throat> and just quiet down and they won't spook. And it was it just kind of rang a bell with us and we had to bring it to the forefront because it's really just a a way to like An easy, direct kind of a hack to try and avoid actually training on your horse. (laughs) You're not making this easy for (laughs) me, here, Jake. Horses, by nature, the way they are wired mentally, they want a leader. That's just how it works. If they're going to survive in the wild, they need to have that one horse to turn to when things go down and there's a predator after them or whatever. The BLM is after them. They need to have that one horse that they turn to. And he says, okay, guys, we're going this way at this speed right now. And they can follow that. Your horse naturally wants that leader. And so that's your job as the trainer or the rider to be that leader for that horse. And guess what happens when you become that leader and you gain that horse's respect? Guess what happens? He no longer needs to be his own lookout man constantly going, oh no, oh no, is there something in the bushes? Is there something behind that tree? What's going on? Is that bag going to hurt me? Whatever. He doesn't need to be constantly on alert because he respects you. He knows you have his back. And so he everything that he's unsure of, guess where he goes. He doesn't go to, ah, I need to take control, take my life into my own hands. No, he's always going to turn to you and say, okay, how do I react to this? You know, he uses you to judge how you need to react to those certain situations. Now, I will say that there is a bit of truth to what he's saying in the fact that if you're out there riding on the trail and you're a and you're riding and you're super tense and nervous and you're like a spastic mouse that's super worried that your horse is going to trip or spook or jump and you're up there just waiting for things to explode yes your horse is going to pick up on that because he feels you, and you and he's like, okay, they're they're obviously worried about something. Something's about to happen. What's going on? Should I be worried? Maybe I need to be worried. Oh, I need to be worried. And they and it just snowballs, and you can cause your horse to be more worried and hypersensitive if you are. So that in in theory is true that case. Yeah. But if your horse is, you know, not paying attention to you and they're not looking to you to be that leader, and they're getting nervous and reactive and and taking that you know that reactionary nature into their own hands. There is no substitute for just good old-fashioned respect. Moving the horse, proving to the horse that you are the leader, you are the one in charge, gaining control of his feet, and that is what is going to solve those problems, that tentness, that tightness, that fast, that horse was walking too fast. You can't step around it. Yeah, it's difficult. You have to be able to ride and get the job done, and you have to have patience and consistency and good feel and timing but that's what it takes. You're dealing with a living, breathing animal. And if you want success, there is no easy way to go about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, what you say is true for sure. Like there's no substitute for being an effective leader in these types of situations. And sure horses, they can read our emotions and anxiety to a degree, but you know, a lot of people I think go off the, the side of the path where they start thinking about, well, you know, my, my, everything I'm doing, it, it really affects my horse at a deep level. I need to, I need to calm myself down. I need to do these breathing exercises and what have you. And there, I, instead of using the term like calm down or, or calm yourself down, I would say you need to adopt a confident, decisive manner in what you're doing. Even if, even if you're a little bit on edge, don't sit up there like a closed pocket knife, like, you know, take some, I mean, but this is observable. This is lived reality. Think about the, the How confident and relaxed you feel in your personal life when you're interacting with people who themselves are confident, decisive, you know, just good, solid decision makers versus someone who's dithering and ineffective and always second guessing themselves and everybody else. Like that's that's what your horse is really after, you know, is 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 not so much about how you feel and how tense you are physically and your emotions. It's about what are you doing to take control of this situation and be an effective leader, and just to cap this off, and you can make any final points if you want to, um, but I would say let's adopt a different mentality. Instead of focusing on rhythmic breathing, how about how in, instead of rhythmic breathing, how about you how about you suffocate your excuses? That's that's the point I want to make. Instead of instead of breathing in all the excuses, how about you suffocate that crap and
1: go take control of the situation and be an effective leader right this is horsemanship this is an active discipline this is get out there go do there's the job is not going to get done if you don't just get out there and do it this is not a spectator sport so it comes down to take responsibility there's no easy way to get around it you just have to go out there and get the job done and be a leader for your horse